guys, good morning and welcome to today's episode of The Morning Juice. As always, I welcome you guys into this space today. I hope that your morning started off well and you had an awesome long weekend. I know that I did, you know, just to relax a little more, spend a little more time with your family. And if you live in Queensland, I'm pretty sure yesterday was a solid 38 degrees. So I hope you managed to get yourself to the beach, go for a swim or keep yourself um, cool. Uh, But this morning, as you allow me to take up the next 10 minutes of your time, I want you to really tune in because today I'm going to be talking about the ugly side of self-love. Never heard of it? Let me start by picking your brain a little. How do we love something we don't appreciate? How do we appreciate something we don't recognize? And how do we recognize something we don't even know? Self-love, what is it? If I asked you what it was, could you define it? I know for a long time I thought I knew what that was. You know, I love who I am. I look good. I look after my health, my body. What else is there? I love myself. But was I wrong? Is there more to it than that? Because I've never been told any different. You know, I used to wake up in the morning, grab my phone, still half asleep, uselessly scroll on social media. And after seeing a few posts, I'm sent right back to that nervous little girl in high school who didn't know how to put on makeup, to the girl with no prom date, Oh, the bittersweet effect of social media. Oh, well, you know, up I get. Let me scrub myself off, get dressed, put on makeup, tell myself I ain't that girl anymore, take a few selfies. Okay, now I feel better. And if this is you too, ask yourself, do I truly love myself, flaws and all? Or do I just love myself based on conditions? The condition that I love myself better when I have makeup on. The condition that... If I kept up my hair and nail appointments and stayed a size 10, that I'd feel worthy enough. The condition that if I had a successful career that I loved, then I'll feel of some value. Or even on the condition that maybe if he loved me enough, then I saw my worth and loved myself enough too. Let me pick your brain a little more. It's honestly so crazy to me to think that if this is so important in life, or if self-love was so important then why is it that no one told me this when I was a teenager or in my early 20s? After all, this is where all our habits and practices derive from. This is the age we start trying to fit in, find our niche, or begin to find our worth and materialistic value and outside influence. Or why isn't this taught in our homes? Is it because we really don't know what it is or how to teach it? Self-love. Some of you may associate this with, you know, self-care, journaling, eating healthy, exercising, maybe even shopping, all of which are ways of practicing self-love, yes. For others, the concept of self-love might conjure images of, you know, tree-hugging hippies or cheesy self-help books, because I know I used to think that too. Um, According to Merriam-Webster, self-love is the love of self, the appreciation of one's own worth and attention to one's own happiness or well-being. Okay, so it's my worth, it's my happiness, it's my well-being. Now, what does that look like to you? And if self-love is my worth or happiness, do I know what makes me happy? Does my happiness or my worth depend on what others think of me? Is it based on what our friends and family do for us, maybe? Is my worth based off how much I earn at my job? Am I less valuable if someone else gets the pay rise I know I so deserve? Or how about the way our partners treat us? Does that determine how much we should love ourselves? 
Now let me go just a little bit further. When we get caught on the wrong side of infidelity, would we still love ourselves? When our friends betray us, will that spoil our happiness? You know, do we point fingers at our partners, our mums, our dads, our colleagues, our friends and and tell them you're supposed to know how to make me happy? You're supposed to love me like this because that's what I deserve. Well, you know what? The thing is, you do deserve it. There's only one thing stopping you from getting the love you deserve. And I feel this is the ugly side of self-love that people never mention because the only thing that's stopping you is you. You're probably wondering... What do you mean it's me? It's never me. It's them. They did something wrong. They said hurtful things to me and I'm sure they did. And it doesn't make what they did right. I know. It's painful to have to endure betrayal from the ones you least expected. And you know, I've had so many conversations with friends and even family that question their relationship because of a lack of some sort. And you know, most of the time, the number one reason for their hurt I found was because they didn't feel loved or they weren't shown it enough. And I was the same too. You know, so often than not, I used to point fingers and expect others to know how to love me, how to treat me, how to read me, how to appreciate me. But then I asked myself, did did I know how to do this for myself? I'm sure you have your expectations too. And, you know, they weren't met and we feel hurt. We feel worthless. We feel unhappy. We don't feel loved. And maybe you're thinking it's their, it's not their fault. Maybe it's not yours either, but you can tell that there is something wrong. You know, they say the way you love yourself is the way you're showing others to love you. So what does that tell you? And this is something I honestly wish I knew earlier, something I wish I had learned earlier. But so many times we think we're up against the other person or up against the situation when really we're up against this conditioning or the habit, the pattern that is making you choose this type of person or choose this type of love that dictates the love you have for yourself. You have a choice. And the thing is, we know this. We know that we have a choice, but we struggle to practice our freedom of choice sometimes. And this is so bizarre to me because I used to be like this. Um, you know, but we need to not forget that we invited this person into our lives. We invited the situation into our lives. And most of the time, knowing what kind of person they were, and what we were getting ourselves into. So let's talk about that. It's kind of like inviting someone that's aggressive or irresponsible to your home for a dinner and a few casual drinks. You know they're going to take it too far, but you invited them anyway. It was your invite. For those of you that listened to last week's episode that I had with my fiance Aaron, you would have heard me mention how challenging yet inspiring this relationship has been for me. And I meant that in a good way. Oh my goodness, I'm so grateful for this relationship and why? Because it forced me to look myself in the mirror, pushed me to look at my insecurities, my past, my habits, my patterns and why they even existed in the first place. Uh, You know, it forced me to do the work and look at the inner struggles I needed to heal and thoughts I needed to rewire in order to appreciate, love and value myself first. And this is the thing, right? We have to be willing to do that to look at ourselves, our habits, our conditioning, because the longer we take to do that, the longer we stay or feel stuck. Because it will get ugly before it gets pretty, and that's okay too. You know, our worldview, the way we view ourselves, the way we treat ourselves and love ourselves has been shaped by what we've seen, or maybe what we've heard, what we've experienced, 
how we were raised or raised around. So, you know, it's going to get ugly or it's going to be ugly digging into our past. It's going to be difficult admitting to our faults too. It's going to be unpleasant looking at, you know, why we feel insecure and it's not going to be easy to love yourself all over again. But I can tell you this, when we can be honest about our imperfections, our thoughts, our patterns, our habitual use of blame and discover why or what caused that conditioning and then have the courage to change what we need to reflect a more loving and honest embrace of ourselves when we love ourselves enough to do that that I believe is real self-love so no one absolutely no one can do that for you but you now we can invite people in to help and assist in that love but we can't rely on people to do that for us or confirm or validate us and man once you reach that point for yourself to get to know yourself and love yourself to the core from the depths of your once dark closet to the smile on your face you'll feel unstoppable and not just in your relationship but in your mind your heart and almost every other aspect of your life so my challenge for you guys this week is to look at your habits your patterns Pay attention to your thoughts when you hit a low point this week and ask yourself, what is this relationship or situation telling me about myself? Then rewire those thoughts one by one. And don't forget to love yourself for realizing the pattern because some people don't. Um, And then acknowledge the pattern by allowing yourself to heal it and accept that you're done with this conditioning and replace it with a new habit. Now, We can love something we appreciate. Now we appreciate something we recognize. And now we can recognize a person we truly know, which is ourselves. Now say it with me. I love me. So guys, if you like this episode, share it with someone you love. And if you share it on your Instagram stories, don't forget to tag the Morning Juice podcast. And again, Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing and downloading. It truly, truly means the world to me. And I hope you all have an amazing day and we'll see you guys next week.